0: little more laid back than the typical crypto podcast, join me and come chat with us anytime for insightful, irreverent, and all-around fun about the latest and greatest in crypto. Hey, what's good, everybody? Today is Friday, March 10th, 2023. This is episode number 218 with Crypto Chat with Chapo. Thanks for joining me on this snowy Midwestern morning, at least this morning where I'm at. It's about 9 o'clock in the morning, Eastern time and we got a little i don't know three or four inches of snow last night into the morning but things are all well it really did look beautiful this morning uh today you know if you are in the crypto market you know that we have been getting clobbered price-wise over the last 24 hours bitcoin has seemed to catch a little bit of break as it scooped up above 20,000 at the current moment. It was in the 19s there for a while. I don't know how long we'll hang on to the 20s. We're in the 24-hour time period. We're down 8%. Ethereum has slid to 9% down at 1410. BNB 272. uh, Cardano at 31. XRP at 36. Everything really has started to cascade salon at 1738 dot at 548 avalanche at 1479 you get the picture here most things have slid quite a bit there's some that haven't like cosmos for example is up two percent trading at eleven dollars leo token up a little bit as well outside of that the top 100 it doesn't look like many if there are a few tiny ones that are up a smidge, like osmosis is up just a smidge at eighty cents, but everything else is down. Blur continues to get obliterated down to forty nine cents. Matic just hovering at a dollar. Optimism at two, and KuCoin down. There's some rumblings about KuCoin as well across uh, crypto Twitter. We'll see how that plays out. Everything else is just really getting hammered so it is what it is and as we walk through you know the last few months you know me i've been on the fence off the fence on one side on the other side (laughs) not really knowing what to think of the market my initial if you go back to when we really started to, to sort of spring in january i was very suspicious about the pump and then you know i kind of went softened a little bit and then of course it went down and then i said ah see i told you and then i went back up so you know nobody has a crystal ball i I have felt for a long time that probably haven't seen the biggest downturn have we seen the bottom i don't know i think a lot of people think that's that we have do i think we can hit 15 again for bitcoin I i think I think we can. I don't know if we will, but I think we can. And I'm open to that possibility. And, you know, that's really where I definitely would be looking to start really putting my capital back in the market, even though I'm sure we're a good year out of anything really happening. So enough about the market situation. I wanted to hop back in and talk about the schizo posters that I brought on the pod, so to speak, and sort of put out a warning to people that this project may or may not be something that you want to put your hands on. I definitely was on the side that it's not something that you want to own. And this is based on the text that are contained on these posters. Which I feel like would be dangerous in the sense of someone holding, based on the fact that I think that it puts some eyes on the holder that they may not necessarily realize that they're getting into. Now, I kind of knew when I made the post that, you know, it was going to be a situation where. Several people, especially holders of the project and those connected to it, were going to come out swinging in response to what I said and what they effectively did, which this is what I have to give them credit for. And if you haven't figured it out yet, it it is connected to uh, Miladies, which has some controversy dating back, you know, well over a well about a year ago, I guess in connection with some other, we'll kind of dive into that just a little bit. So what quickly happened on, I don't know if it was quickly, let's put it this way. I I made the post, nothing really happened for a while. And, And, you know, nobody really commented anything. And then probably about three hours into it, that thread that I ma- that I posted with the link on my Twitter blew up, and when I say when I say blew up the the post had th- almost 40k views, and you know there's about 50 retweets and a whole thread of comments and. There, between two posts. So one post here, let let me I just kinda want to walk you through what happened. So uh I'm I'm scrolling up to see my initial post. I'm okay, I gotta go. I was scrolling the wrong way. All right. So this post was I made on the eighth in the morning that said there might be some consequences for this account when I post my daily podcast episode. I don't care that it's going to be controversial, which I didn't. And you know, I thought maybe, as a result, you know, even my my account could get banned, and I was fully prepared for that. And so then I made the post, and so it didn't take long for people to start hopping in. And I also made a post that said, "I'm curious as to how OpenSea is justifying selling schizo posters," and then I just said, "Go ahead, really look at them," and that sort of mo- morphed into that I wanted them banned which you know i i didn't i'm pretty sure i'm 99.9% positive i did not say that in the the podcast episode either so people were inferring because i said how they would justify it that i wanted them banned that isn't really even what i was thinking i was just curious how they could say all right we have these posters that you know have some pretty controversial things on them, you know, hydrogen, cyanide, molecular structure. You, you could argue all you want on the contents of them. I, I think that that's certainly open for debate. So I wanted to hear from OpenSea, and I knew they were going to respond to me. I'm not an idiot. You know, how can you say, all right, we're going to ban a derivative project that looks similar to, let's say, CryptoPunk's, but we're, but we have no problem selling posters that maybe have some content on them that I don't know is aligned with extreme political philosophies. So that's where the raging firestorm hit. And, you know, through, and I, People were attacking me, which, like I said, it's okay. It doesn't really, it honestly doesn't bother me. You know, this is my opinion. This is my podcast show. You know, people were saying like, you know, thank you, podcaster, for protecting us, right? They were being facetious, certainly, which, once again, doesn't bother me. If it actually made a few people just examine them and think critically about them you know i feel pretty happy i I wouldn't buy one i'm I'm still standing firm to that i'll also stand firm to the aesthetic minus the text that are on them i think it's pretty cool i think the artwork is actually pretty cool my concern is the contents i'll say it again my concern is the contents and people not being aware of fully aware of what's on there. Now, granted, it is it is individual responsibility to look at what you're buying, think critically, and determine if you want to buy it. The NFTs right now are trading at 0.23 E. I think they were up to maybe, let me see if I can find the, the charts. Oh no. I think they're pretty close to, yeah, the floor on the 7th got up to 0.35, dropped down to 0.15 and has made its way back up. And I don't know, it looks like it's trending up a little bit, whatever. So, you know, in no way, shape or form did I think I was going to impact the floor price of the schizo posters was i hoping that you know some people were looking at them and and making some decisions you know based on their conscience and maybe potential consequences for holding them yes yes i do and the the conversations that i had on twitter were actually pretty great you know i i do admit that at least potentially they're when you look at it in the sense of art that it's possible that the art itself is, how would I say it? Pushing the boundaries for pushing the boundaries sake, if that makes sense. So, you know, art can be provocative. Art, often great art is very provocative. You know, that is, that's, that's fine. I, it, it, it became on Twitter. This is what, if anything bothered me, it was this, it, it became about me trying, the claims were me trying to censor art, which definitely was not the case. If you listen to the podcast, you know that I didn't say that. I didn't even imply that the implication or what I'm trying to say is look at it. I'm not interested in holding it. And these are the reasons why these are the reasons why I think you should stay away from it. I firmly believe that U.S. government officials are, they do have their eyes on the crypto space. They are keeping their eyes open for hate groups, for things connected to extreme philosophies. And potentially this project could fall into that category, potentially. That's for you to decide. I already made my decision about it. And if you, if you go back into, if you dig into Miladies, you will see that there has been some controversy, you know, particularly of, you know, one of the members, Charlotte Fang, who made some questionable posts prior to the project. And, you know, without saying too much, you know, cause I, I, I'm not an expert on it. I didn't do a ton of research on it. I read some articles and I knew that there was controversies around the ladies for a long time. Well, the ladies showed up in force in that, in that tweet thread and really gave me the business, but there were, there were, there were, all, in all fairness, there were several of them that actually wanted to engage in. What I felt was a useful dialogue or discourse, in my opinion. And, you know, I even filed some of them as a result of it. You know, there were some that were just, you know, wanted to, con- I don't know what they want to do. So I, they made a couple of funny clips. Once somebody made one that says, quote this, and they had a picture of my PFP and the quote from the, the tweet, which I th- actually thought was pretty cool. And they were making fun of me, of course, but I thought it was cool nonetheless. Same thing with this. The same person did this one where they took my Panda PFP and said, and I'll, I'm going to talk funny with a speech impediment because that's what they did in the thing. This NFT is because if cool, has a tiny Dwagon on it. I like Dwagon the gun. Right. So it kind of making fun of me. And I, you know, I just reposted it, thought it was fun. I'm I'm really not too concerned about it. The same person making fun of the the using El Chapo as, you know, my banner or my name, which, you know, in all fairness, you know, I I have thought about that before. And I don't think it's necessarily an unfair dig. And so this one was I named I named on the Twitter. Off of El Chapo because El Chapo raped. And killed people. I don't know if the, he's raped people, but he, I'm sure, he's killed people. Maybe he's his bands have raped and killed people. So I get that. But I'm small Chapo, as in small. It's so, it's so cute and doesn't glorify killing and rapes and stuff. All right, fair, fair enough. But I do think it's a, a pretty big stretch to compare the two. Of course, I'm going to say that. But I, I really do. The the El Chapo nickname, if you've listened honestly, was birthed. It came from my kids because I'm I'm small, you know. I've said that in many of the episodes. I wrestled in ha- wrestled in high school and college, always at the smallest weight class. So it's been a joke, you know. As my boys have grown taller than me, they my son calls me Chapo all the time, I and mean, not because I run drugs or kill people or I'm violent or have scary tattoos or have a gun, which I don't have a gun. I don't have any tattoos. I'm pretty much a square. You know, I don't present myself as, you know, a gangster or a cartel leader or act anywhere near that. You know, my tweets are hilarious and a little shit posting and, right? I'm just a normal dude, right? A normal dude. So, you know, they wanted to go after that, which is okay. So the the bigger question here to me is right is it just art for art's sake or is it something more we can only form our own opinions you know i think that the, who the artist that created it i'm sure they worked very hard and put a lot of hours in it and it's up to individual people to decide You know what they're gonna what they want to do with this project I i think it's probably more than the collection is letting on to but that's for you to figure out if you're if you're interested in it i would definitely research those schizo posters i'd look at them i would read the text on them i would go research the controversy behind the ladies and what i will say is the team behind this project they're friggin' smart they are good and the reason why i say that is the way they responded to what i put out for my concerns it was a complete akido, honestly where they and I think this is a a pretty common tactic that you're seeing a lot of times. What they did is they essentially copied what i'm was saying and was using it as sarcastic fud, and it worked really well. It worked really well and I think the marketing team or <laughs> if it's not a marketing team, they just know psychology very well because they are <laughs> very good, and they had this amazing tweet where it looked like it, it and it was good so they had like a news clip where there was a car or else well, a truck i think a white truck maybe it was a van car truck i think it was a truck that was being followed by police that was doing some wrong and they had a voiceover of the news which made it made it appear very much like it was a live video of the and like they were covering it from a helicopter and they were reporting mm-hmm. on it but it was actually the team speaking, mm-hmm. and then they started talking about the schizo posters and it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I think it was very effective. You know, th- this isn't a, a project that I think that a single person could take on and try to destroy it with FUD. I mean, it, it's a very high IQ team for sure. And they'd have their supporters. I just hope that you look critically of it. OpenSea, they're going to have the posters and, you know, I think they're being a little bit hypocritical. At the very least, they should, I think they should explain exactly what specifically are their guidelines for NFTs in their marketplace. Where is the line? And they're, of course, welcome to sell whatever they want. You know they're welcome to ban whatever n f t they want, and they do that, they do that, and sometimes without real justification that that seems obvious, so you know I'm gonna leave this story in the past. I do think it's fascinating. And I will be keeping my eye on the team, the Romelia team, if it is. That's what it's called. And what they're doing, I do think it's curious. And I'm still very suspicious. So, I don't know. Be safe. Make your own decisions. And until tomorrow, this has been Chapo. Stay in the here and now. Be in the present moment. Learn something new today. And of course, as always, give your parents a call. Tell me you love them. Go visit if you can. Until tomorrow, this has been Chapo. The podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided from or through this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other device. You understand that you're using any and all of the information on this podcast or through this podcast at your own risk.